Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios, speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208-467-7468. Welcome to Armed with Truth, a podcast for youth. I'm your host, Lisa Brunel. My goal here is to empower the youth of today to become a sin-resistant generation. You youth are bombarded by Satan's temptations on every side, especially when it comes to immorality, lust, and pornography. I want to talk about truths that can strengthen you, safeguard you, and bring greater power into your life through the Savior Jesus Christ. Let's get started and be armed with truth. Before I start the podcast today, I want to give a shout out to the Boise Revival Project. One of my good friends is heading this up. The Boise Revival Project helps musicians who have struggled through COVID as well as local restaurants. Their efforts are working to bring entertainment and community back to downtown Boise. Check them out on social media or go to BoiseRevivalProject.com. Every Thursday, there are live concerts from 6 to 8 p.m. Now to our podcast. Today's episode is all about the truths surrounding the power and strength that come from the Book of Mormon. Ask yourself, what is Heavenly Father's personal message for you right now in this episode? The Holy Ghost will testify to you of the exact message that Heavenly Father has for you right now today. One of our favorite family stories is about my daughter who's currently serving a mission. We were driving in the car. It was me and all the kids. She's number four, and she was about three years old, so at the time, I probably had five kids in tow. And while we were driving, I hit a cat in the road and killed it. It was a little bit startling and somewhat traumatic and sad for all of us in the car. We were on a busy street with no houses nearby. There was no way to contact the owner. So after stopping and feeling sad, we got back on the road and on our way. The conversation went from the cat dying to if animals get resurrected to our resurrection and to the Book of Mormon. Then far from the backseat, a little voice said, So the scriptures are true? We've all told that story a hundred times and laughed at it again and again. And today, I just couldn't talk about the scriptures in the Book of Mormon without telling it again. So I'll just start out by saying, you guys, the scriptures are true. 
Today, I want to talk about the power that can come into our lives from studying the scriptures, but specifically from studying the Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon connects us to Heavenly Father, and I have learned that even if we start out small, even if we can only commit to reading one verse a day, we will feel added power and strength. I want to tell you another story. When I was a sophomore in high school, my life seemed to be going pretty well. I would even say I was basically living the dream. I had made the varsity volleyball team that year, and now I was on to basketball, my other sport love. I was working my way up. I felt surrounded by friends. I had my eye on a certain guy, and he had his eye on me. I was acing all my classes. I mean, everything about my life was awesome. Then we had a basketball game where we were playing a particularly easy team. The skill level of my team was far above the skill level of this one. And in the middle of the basketball game, I got the ball for a fast break. It was three on two, and I dribbled to the top of the key, faked left, and then passed right to my teammate who was under the basket, and then I went down. When I say I went down, I mean really down. I didn't even register whether or not we scored. I had searing and intense pain shooting through my knee, and I laid there writhing and unable to get off of the court. Over the course of the next two weeks, the doctors discovered I had torn my ACL. This was a devastating and season-ending injury. It required surgery and at least nine months of physical therapy to return to full physical activity. My life had changed dramatically in a matter of minutes. Gone were my hours of daily basketball practice and intense physical activity, which powerfully lifted my spirits. Gone was this two-hour block of social time with my teammates and my friends. Gone was my daily interaction with the guy that I liked between his basketball practice and mine. And not only were all those things gone, but other things entered in. Physical pain, discouragement, loneliness, and solitary work. My physical pain was intense. There was a lot of it. As I re-injured my knee again waiting for surgery, and as I went through surgery, and then as I went through intense physical therapy, I also felt an immense amount of discouragement. I had put so much focus on sports and friends and all the normal things that a teenager is involved in, and those things had basically vanished in minutes. I found myself lonely. My life was still full of physical work, but instead of the hard physical teamwork of sports that I had come to love, I was working alone, and all the success or failure was riding on my own solitary efforts at physical therapy. I had to work to catch up in classes and do well, and it seemed like my dream life had basically ended. One night, I was pleading to my Heavenly Father, pleading in my loneliness, my discouragement, and my pain. I opened my scriptures, and I read these words from Alma 38, verse 5. I would that you should remember that as much as you shall put your trust in God, even so much you shall be delivered out of your trials and your troubles and your afflictions, and you shall be lifted up at the last day. I felt those words go straight to my soul. A burden was lifted. God was speaking to me through the pages of the Book of Mormon, and he promised me that if I put my trust in him, I would be delivered out of my trials and my troubles and my afflictions. I felt that promise. 
Nothing about my circumstances changed very quickly. My knee was not miraculously healed. I did not get to return to my basketball season, and my friends didn't suddenly surround me daily. But there was an enabling power that came into my life through Jesus Christ from the words of the Book of Mormon. I knew that I needed to put my trust in God, and I knew that I could get through my struggles. Those same words of that very same scripture have helped me countless times since that moment way back in high school. Whenever I face a significant challenge, I think of the words, put your trust in God. And even if I think of just those five words from one of my favorite scriptures now, I am helped. They have become a somewhat of a mantra to me. And I have passed them on to my children and to others. And there has just been so much strength and power that have come into my life from just that one verse. Have you had powerful experiences with the Book of Mormon or scriptures? What were they? I love the Book of Mormon, and throughout my life, I've had many additional powerful experiences with the sacred words of that book, words that have been God's words meant personally for me, even though they were written hundreds of years ago. Such times when I have felt the power of the words of the Book of Mormon strengthen and safeguard me, I know I have received additional power in my life. And the reason I want to talk about the Book of Mormon on a podcast about immorality, lust, and pornography is because I know that the Book of Mormon will give us added power to fight these evils. These temptations surround us. They're everywhere. And we truly cannot escape all of their effects, but we can strengthen and safeguard ourselves against them. Strengthening and safeguarding ourselves takes significant effort on our part, but our efforts are worth it. And one of the best spent efforts is the effort that we put into our scriptures and specifically into studying the Book of Mormon. This effort keeps us in close contact with our Heavenly Father and with the Savior Jesus Christ, and that close contact is a lifeline. I love referring back to the phrase from President Nelson, a sin-resistant generation. This is you! You can be a sin-resistant generation. This phrase does not mean a generation that's free from sin or untouched by sin or sinless. This means that even though sin is all around you, even though you may fall to temptation and engage in sin, you can withstand. You can do what it takes and not be overcome. You can become resistant. Sin will not destroy you. It will not overtake you. With this resistance in mind, listen to this quote from President Nelson from the October 2017 General Conference. My dear brothers and sisters, I promise that as you prayerfully study the Book of Mormon every day, you will make better decisions every day. I promise that as you ponder what you study, The windows of heaven will open and you will receive answers to your own questions and direction for your own life. I promise that as you daily immerse yourself in the Book of Mormon, you can be immunized against the evils of the day, even the gripping plague of pornography and other mind-numbing addictions. Don't you love how he relates the Book of Mormon to being immunized against the evils of our day? These are powerful promises. 
promises that I want in my life, and I know you want them in yours too. The scriptures, and especially the Book of Mormon, are powerful tools. They're tools that will strengthen and safeguard us against sin and temptation. The Book of Mormon provides us with one of the most powerful ways for God to speak to us directly. The words of the scriptures can be a personal connection between us and our Heavenly Father. I love this time-honored quote from Joseph Smith. I told the brethren that the Book of Mormon was the most correct of any book on earth and the keystone of our religion, and a man would get nearer to God by abiding by its precepts than by any other book. That quote is so powerful. We will get closer to God by studying the Book of Mormon than by studying any other book. We can't really access the power of the scriptures if we don't open them and read them. We have to make this effort, but as we do so, we will begin to experience the power of the words. And then if we expand our effort from just reading and just looking at verses, and we do more with the words on the pages, if we study and we apply them, they will affect us even deeper. They will become part of our lives, part of what we do, and part of who they are, who we are. And they will draw us closer to God and keep us connected to Him. I like to think of the acronym PWR when I think about scripture study. It helps me to access true power as I study the scriptures. It helps me to incorporate the elements of prayer, writing, and reading into my study. I try to pray before I study and invite the Holy Ghost to be with me, to teach me the things that God needs me to know. Then, as I study and read, I write, recording all of my learning, my thoughts, the promptings that I receive from the Holy Ghost, and all the thoughts that come to my mind that I know will help me. The R stands for reading. And I try to read with the intent to learn, listening to promptings and listening for inspiration from the Holy Ghost. When I use prayer, writing, and reading as I study the scriptures, it helps my study to become more meaningful. It helps me to really feel that promise from Joseph Smith to get nearer to God by abiding by the precepts of the Book of Mormon. There's a passage from another book that really has also had a profound impact on the way I study the Book of Mormon. The book is titled, He Did Deliver Me from Bondage, and the author, Colleen Harrison, has become a dear friend and mentor of mine. She gave me permission to quote her pages on capturing from her book in this podcast. I'm just going to read them straight to you. What does capture mean? It means to get hold of something, really get hold of it, and make it your own. Here's how you capture thoughts from any source. If your source is in the form of written material, underline the words or phrases that stand out to you. If it's in the form of a lecture, take notes as you listen. Remember, taking notes is not the same as taking dictation. The goal is not to recreate every word the speaker says. The goal is to note those single thoughts that stand out to you. Most people think that this is the entire procedure, 
but this that this constitutes capturing. Sorry, this is only the step of identifying what it is that you want to capture. If you were an old-time cowboy and were sitting up on a ridge watching a herd of wild mustangs below you, just picking out the ones that look good to you is not the same as making them your own. Get a notebook of some sort, maybe a journal and a pen, and then rewrite into that notebook the words, phrases, sentences, or whatever you underlined or noted into that notebook. When I copy quotes, I usually underline them as well as put quote marks around them so they stand out from the rest of what I write. Now are you done? After all, you have written the thought down in your own notebook or journal. Sorry, this still does not make it your own. There is a third and final step. Without this last step, you are only a collector of thoughts, not a captor. Now, write all that comes into your mind about the thought or the quote that you have previously copied into your notebook. Why was it important to you? How did it connect for you? What does it say to you? How do you see that it applies in your life? This is capturing. I love that excerpt from her book. After I read about capturing in Colleen's book, I changed the way that I studied scriptures. I got a notebook. I got several colors of pens and highlighters and pencils. I had always written and underlined my scriptures before in my scriptures, but the whole concept of writing about the scriptures and what they meant to me and writing my additional revelation that I was receiving, it was kind of a new idea. I think maybe I had done it on occasion before, but her encouragement on the pages of her book persuaded me to practice this process daily. My notebook began to be filled with passages of scripture, words that were underlined, highlighted, ballooned, expanded in the margins of my notebook. And as I wrote about my feelings and the inspiration from the Holy Ghost, my understanding of the scriptures and my love for the scriptures grew. I now have notebooks, plural, that have recorded not only favorite and wonderful scriptures that have become treasures to me, but personal revelation that I have received as I have read the scriptures. And this record of scriptures and personal revelations has become an additional treasure. Now, I don't know about you guys, but somehow, in some way, even though I've grown to love the Book of Mormon so much, even though I read the whole Book of Mormon when I was 10 years old, it means so much to me. I still find times when I fall off the bandwagon and I stop studying my scriptures. I'll stop for one day, two days, and sometimes a lot longer. And I don't even know how it happens. But through personal experience, I've learned that it only takes a bit of time for me of not studying the scriptures and not receiving the personal revelation in this way to feel somewhat disconnected from my Heavenly Father and begin to go spiritually numb. When I'm in the groove of daily scripture study, I sometimes think, wow, I've had those times when I don't study the scriptures regularly and they don't feel very good. This feels awesome. Why would I ever go back to that? But then somehow it happens and I find myself there. And I think, how did I ever stop my scripture study and what can I do to get back on track? 
And here's an example of how merciful and loving Heavenly Father is. Because it's like as soon as I make any minuscule tiny effort to return to the scriptures, as soon as I read them, even if I just open them up, point to a scripture with my finger, and begin to read, it's kind of like the power starts to come back into my life. And I am just so grateful for the Book of Mormon. Where are you at right now in your scripture study? Personally, I've had a few rough days. I had the stomach flu, and several of my kids had it as well. And I let my scripture study just kind of fade away in the busyness of trying to get better and taking care of myself and everyone else. And right now, I'm sitting in a somewhat spiritually depleted place. But even just opening the Book of Mormon to prepare for this episode and reading the verse in Alma 38.5, it gave me strength. And speaking of the Book of Mormon and testifying to each of you about the Book of Mormon has reminded me of its power. And right now in this moment as I'm speaking, I actually have a new desire to get back to the kind of scripture study that strengthens and safeguards me. I love the Book of Mormon. I want to testify to all of you that it is true, no matter where you are at in this current moment concerning your personal scripture study, know this, the Book of Mormon was written for you. It contains personal messages from Heavenly Father for you specifically. And as you study and apply it in your life, you will feel his love. Your testimony will grow and you will receive greater power and strength to resist the temptations of lust, immorality, and pornography. Today's truth takeaways. The scriptures and specifically the Book of Mormon, are true. The Book of Mormon is a direct line of connection between you and your Heavenly Father. Studying the Book of Mormon will give you added power and strength to fight immorality, lust, and pornography. You will get closer to God by studying the Book of Mormon than by studying any other book. Using prayer, writing, and reading will amplify your scripture study. Personally capturing scriptures will enhance your scripture study. The Book of Mormon was written for you. Let's return to our first question. What is the personal message that God has for you today? Is he inviting you to learn more about a specific truth, to make a change, or take a specific action? As you act on the truths that you have learned, greater power will come into your life, the power and the strength to follow Jesus Christ. I can't wait to hear what you do. You can let me know on Facebook and Instagram at Armed with Truth Podcast. Keep coming back. Heavenly Father has so much more in store for you here on Armed with Truth. Thanks for joining me here today on Armed with Truth. As we learn truth together, we become more valiant disciples of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, a stronger part of His battalion, and a truly sin-resistant generation.